Hi, it's Megan, and thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode of Woo as Fuck. This week, we're talking about the transition from season one to season two and what comes along with that. We discuss where we started and our journey from May to now and all of the lessons that we've learned. We talk about our own personal um, careers and where they are and where we would like to go and the pivots that we're making. And I hope that you really enjoy this update because we really value being transparent in this process. So that way, if you're following along on our journey, you can see where we are and where we're going. And you can see really what it is that we're trying to do. I hope that it inspires you to do your own thing because you guys are all wonderful and amazing people. And I hope that you're all having a wonderful day. So let's get into it. Hi, it's Megan. This is Lissa, and this is the last pre-recorded uh, episode of season one. Megan, is that how I was supposed to say that? I think I already screwed it up. <laughs> I mean, close enough. This is the last episode that we are recording for season one. So we do have one other episode in the backlog that we're going to be releasing after this episode, just to clear everything that was recorded for season one out. Um, and then we're starting a new season after that. And there's some exciting, sorry. Yeah. I just want to say there's some exciting things that come along with that. All right. So how do, so this is a big deal because we didn't even know that we were going to be ending a season, let alone starting a new one. But what we want today's episode to be about is we are, well, first and foremost, let's talk about the energy shift, not talk about it, but just address it. Megan and I are both feeling really grounded in a way that we haven't before, especially in working together and especially in regards to this podcast. So Usually this podcast is pretty bouncy and all over the place and a little manic. And we are now in this new energy of really feeling like we're building something and rooting something. And that's part of what we want to talk about today. But we also just want to talk about the the changes that we've experienced individually in the filming recording of season one and how sort of the apex of those changes are making us want to now move into a different season with different goals and a different, not different focus, but just different energy in general, I would say. What do you, what do you say, Megan? Yeah, I think that's absolutely right. Because we, from the very beginning of the podcast, we've always known it was kind of going to go somewhere. And we had a lot of different chaotic ideas about what it was. But we did build some of the foundational items right from the beginning to allow it to grow. So uh, I I didn't want to release it without having actual branding, without having an actual website. We immediately set up like a Patreon and everything for it. We treated it like it was going to go somewhere, but we didn't really know how we were getting there or what we were doing or if this would just immediately flop or what was happening. And we had a lot of big ideas and a lot of tiny ideas, and they all just were all over the place. Um, but we did like build some foundational items because we were guided to. And I think now with this next season, because we've both grown and the energy has changed a lot from the summer, um, and then we're just new people than we were back in May, um, 
So it's, it's going to be a little bit different. It's going to be a little bit more grounded. And there's some new and exciting things that we're going to bring to it. It's so funny when you just said May. It's like, yeah, hugely different people. And I'd be interested to hear how everybody else has changed in such a short amount of time, too. Um, yeah, when, when I think that? back to who I was in May, I feel like night and day from where I am now. And it's August. It's not that far off. <laughs> no, I think we're both completely different people, working different jobs, living different lives. Um, speaking of which, so one of the things I've asked Megan to do today is to explain what's going on with her, because this is a huge part of the shift in terms of going from season one to season two. And I have my own changes as well. But Megan's really working to reestablish herself right now in a way that I think is a collective energy because I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, a lot of people that are listening to this are going through a similar experience. So I personally asked her to share on this episode um, what she's working on and what she's going through because that will be a big part leading into the next season and again, where so many of us are right now. I think the best way to explain this is to think to explain the life that I want to live. It's something that I've been thinking a lot about recently is not about my business goals or um, anything like specific to finances, but the, what the feeling is and the life that I picture myself having is I work on projects that truly align with what I want to be doing. I'm helping people grow and I have a lot of free time to like create things. So that could be art, that could be um, trackers or helpers or notebooks or journals or just generally like things that are I put out there to help people. And then I also have space to do things that I really enjoy and like find hobbies and passions and living for more than just working. And what I feel like that looks for me is I am doing five to 10 readings a week, which it seems totally doable. And then I have a few design projects per month um, that are only projects that are in align with what I want to do in our intuitive design. And I'm able to step away from the part-time marketing agency job that I have where I do design for corporate clients. And I'm just getting to truly live on my own schedule for the first time in my life because you would think right now I get to live on my own schedule because I don't have set hours and I have a lot of flexibility because they give me a project and a due date and I get to work on it whenever. But a lot of times right now, what happens is I will have 10 hours of work that are, that's due tomorrow. That's just thrown on my plate. And then all of a sudden, all of the plans that I had don't matter because someone has expectations for me to, um, edit 100 photos and build a website and it's 14 pages <laughs> and I have to have it all done in one day um, and things like that that just come up out of the blue and I really like this job for a lot of reasons but I hate it for that reason because I don't have control and in this new version of myself I have control so um, but basically I'm doing readings I'm doing intuitive design and I am doing energy work as people are called to work with me. And I'm also able to make content. And I never in my life thought that 
making content would be part of my plan because the idea of being perceived has always made me really uncomfortable. But all of a sudden, it just doesn't. I'm ready to be perceived. And I know if our podcast got somewhere or if any thing that I did actually had some traction, um, that five to 10 readings a week would be so easy to do. And I know that a lot of you feel the same way because that doesn't feel that unattainable, does it? But at the same time, getting there is like an uphill battle for that simple, small thing. And I think a lot of us are holding ourselves back from that. I think that's the end of my spiel. Beautiful. I kind of went out of my body and just was talking for a bit. <laughs> oh, that's the best when that happens. Yeah. Um, unless you're public speaking, like uh, for a job you don't like in front of a bunch of people whose eyes are glazed over, then it's not fun. Um, but okay. So based on what you just said, though, because we were talking about this before we started recording, and I think it's important that everybody hear it. Oh, by the way, you guys, I got a new mic. And um, it's so funny because I was just leaning into my computer to try and make sure you could hear me. And I forgot my mic is on my shirt. So that'll take some getting used to. <laughs> but um, being perceived, you had said one of the things we were talking about was how we know that the services that we offer are like, uh, how do you say, in benefit to the collective and sought after services that are affordable and that there's a market for them. Like we both know that. We don't have any doubt that uh, what we're doing like doesn't have a future because it's in alignment with ourselves. It's in alignment with our passion, our purpose. And it's also not for us. You, you know what I mean? Like when you when you have a service to offer that is from a place of operating in your gifts that just feels like that source energy flow kind of deal, then the universe really supports you. It like has your back. So we were sitting here discussing, well, what the heck? Like, you know, we only have so many, we only have so many people listening to us. So therefore, like, we feel like if we had enough people perceiving us, basically, then everything would just fall into place. But there is a block uh, in between us and what we're creating now. And those that are receiving this information, hearing it, listening to it, and responding to it in a way where it's building. And what Megan and I were discussing is how uh, Megan had the light bulb that one of those blocks is fear of being perceived. And that we used to have this fear of being perceived and now we don't. And that's one way that we've really grown in the creation of this podcast and why we're switching to a new season because we no longer have that fear. And conversely, we're getting downloads on information on how to be perceived in a way that's going to be beneficial, not only to this podcast, but for us as individuals. And we'll be talking about that later on, but, um, I just want to be clear and transparent about our struggles because I really think that we're part of a collective that is moving away from the structure that is put in place for us, like that nine to five job, that easy income that, uh, you know, Megan was saying that for her, that corporate gig is just a place to sort of check out and then your, your home life is totally separate from it and you just do it to do it for the money. 
And we are moving out of that and moving into being ourselves all of the time, working in alignment with that, providing a service that's beyond just us and having fucking fun doing it, like really making time for ourselves in a way that's beneficial and not doing that nine to five slave your life away. And, um, and we're struggling, we're struggling with that. Both of us have quit our nine to fives. I recently had to take on, um, well chose to take on part-time work because I can't afford my bills doing readings alone. And, you know, I think we have like three patrons on our Patreon, which is great. Honestly, we did that for fun. We did that for fun. <laughs> like we would still be doing that if there were no patrons on there. But the point yeah. is, is it's a really interesting dance doing this in a means where we don't, it's not even about a money thing. We just want to be able to offer our services to the collective in a way that it's received and, um, beneficial, but we are like many of you are just trying to figure it out and we haven't figured it out yet. So welcome to the ride. And I think it's really important to provide, um, like there's a differentiation between we need money to survive versus we need money to want money because we would do what we're doing and providing the services and doing all of the things for free if we could. And I think that's a big differentiation is whether or not you would do it for free if you had that freedom to do so and you were provided for versus if you would do it at all if you weren't getting paid. And the intention behind all of this is like with the Patreon, like full transparency, we never set up a way for us to actually get paid from it. It's just collecting in Patreon all of the money that we've gotten so far. And um, like, cause we're doing it because we enjoy doing it and we enjoy connecting with people and providing that information and that extra bonus content because it's fun. Because I think for Lisa and I both, we've been called so much to just like make content and connect with people because we're tapping into these big collective energies and ideas. Kind of like we're like a doula for transitioning between how life used to be and how it will be in the future. Yes, like literally standing at that bridge and, uh, you know, welcoming people as they step onto it and sort of walking with them as they walk over it and then giving a nice, you know, gentle handoff on the other side. Um, all bridges you can walk on by yourself, but I see them as the hanging bridges in like Costa Rica <laughs> are kind of scary. And maybe you, you want someone holding your hand along the way. Um, what is so interesting though about your about what you were just saying Megan with like the um here's what I'm experiencing and maybe you guys are experiencing it too um there is a weird glitch that happens when you go into doing what you want to do that is your passion and purpose and having it related to money and I think that that's why uh, Megan and I are really we're really um do, 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 blessed in that this isn't our job. This isn't our work. We're literally just doing this for fun and we're not doing it for the money. So it can actually be our passion, like our passion, our passion. However, if we wanted to make it into something lucrative and abundant, and I don't want to use the word money because I really, really, really think that abundance is going to change streams and it's not necessarily going to be money anymore. And oh my God, we should, uh, that would be cool if people could pay for the Patreon with like Bitcoin or trades or something too. But, um, I don't know how that would look. Yeah, like uh, here's a month of Patreon content. I've baked you some nice bread. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I would totally that. accept bread. I'm just uh-huh. not sure how that works. <laughs> I think we need a P.O. box for that and maybe send the bread in a moisture lock container. Um, <laughs> but like, okay, so when when you do that jump, um, like like Megan is uh, much more ahead of the game than I am because I literally just left my job and I was under the impression that I was going to be doing readings um, like at least part-time and I'm not getting the bookings that I thought I was going to be getting. But instead of seeing that as a failure or like, Oh, you know, this isn't going to work. What I'm seeing is, Oh, okay. This isn't what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Because if it's what I was supposed to be doing right now, I know that I'm in alignment. I know I'm doing the work that I need to do. And I know that I'm operating within my passion and within my gifts. So if people are not booking readings when I'm making myself available, that's telling me that the universe has a different stream that it wants me to be working on in terms of getting this information out. So what I'm going to be working on is more content creation and um, doing more like video channelings and video collective readings as opposed to individual readings. And then I'm going to, just so you guys know, I'm going to change my services to be um, time-based. So 30, 60, and 90-minute sessions. And then my actual content will be mostly pre-recordings of me doing channelings or collective readings because it's important that we listen. Like we we need to be able to course correct so that we can actually be living in alignment and recognize that sometimes the thing we thought we wanted for ourselves doesn't line up in the way that we thought it would. And we need to be open and receptive to the bigger plans that the universe has in store because our higher selves, our future selves really do know what we want. And if we can stay open and tapped into that energy and course correct, then we can really see the manifestation of all of our desires. And again, another part of why we're going into a different season now, because there's just so much clarity coming through about what we can provide with this podcast for you guys in a way that actually benefits you. Um, And I don't know, we just have so many ideas and I'm getting off track. Megan, what else should we talk about? Well, I want to kind of have an an energetic, like a um, comparison, I guess is the word I'm looking for. So you're like, you were certain you wanted to do readings and now like you're kind of changing gears because you realize that you still definitely want to work with people because you got, you're passionate about helping people like anchor in those timelines and everything, but you're feeling a bigger pull to like work with collective energy. Um, and then conversely, I originally wanted, I saw myself when I've arrived, like switched like what I was doing for work. Um, but I saw myself making most of my money from doing design work because that's how I've made my money for the last long time. And I've been pushed in a totally different direction where I need to be doing readings and connecting with people um, on a more personal level and still do design, but it feels almost like that that's becoming like a back burner thing. And I'm using my design skills for content creation for us. And that's where that design like focuses is on. Like I still want to do design and help people, but it's feeling like less important to me. And instead I'm feeling like I need to connect more with individuals on a one-on-one basis through readings and energy work. Um, Even though I don't currently have any clients and you were saying the thing about how you weren't getting the bookings you thought you were getting because you didn't, you didn't feel like the universe was, um, 
leading you down that path. And then I, I thought to myself, well, I'm not getting, I mean, I've said on every single one of these podcasts that I'm available for readings. My throat is just, oh, <laughs> but whenever I asked that question to myself, like internally, like, am I not being guided on that path? I heard, no, you weren't explicitly putting out there that that's what you wanted to do. You weren't being clear and defined with that being important to you. Um, and I was putting, holding myself back. And I think that's a, that's a huge, please everybody hear that because that's a huge, 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 um, what's the word, uh, like differentiation. Yes. So I was like, I was talking like, I'm doing readings. Here's my website. I'm all over TikTok. I'm like, you guys, I'm doing readings. This is what's happening. And I was booking readings. So I, I don't know. I've done, I don't know, maybe 20 to 30 readings since I've, um, uh, since this year, probably total. So not a ton, but, um, but I was booking readings and it was coming in, um, in like chunks. So I would book like five, six readings at a time and then it would kind of go away. But one thing I want you to hear, because that would be really easy for Megan to go, oh, well, clearly this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. But the difference is, is that I was very clear and explicit across all platforms and to the universe. I am doing readings. This is what I'm doing now. I'm an, I'm an intuitive reader and I'm doing readings. And my feedback from that was noticing that anytime I was doing readings, I'm doing readings for an individual who's sitting in collective energy. So the energy of the individual I was working with represented a larger collective. And I always thought, huh, that's interesting. But then I noticed that anytime I started really talking about collective energy or the more I would create content that would blow up on TikTok or wherever else, wherever else, literally only TikTok, you guys, it's the only place I ever blow up. Um, but uh, then the readings would actually die down. And so, whereas you, Megan, have not been clear and explicit in yourself and to us that this is like, I mean, what honestly, if you look, you go back and listen to all of those old episodes, what I say is I'm available for whatever the end. <laughs> and I've yeah. never been really clear and defined about it. I'll say like, well, I'm available for design or this or that or whatever you want to do. Just like reach out. And I got a huge message today about like, well, does anybody actually know what you do? <laughs> does anyone know what you do to work with you? Um <laughs> And the answer was no. Yeah. So, oh, so we want to talk about that today more specifically too, um, or I, I would like you to talk about it. Like what, like if somebody is going to book a reading with you, what does that look like so that we can break that programming so that it's heard by the universe? Um, and also how beautiful, how I keep leaning into my computer thinking that that's where the mic is. Hopefully that isn't messing with the sound. Um, now I'm like leaning down, I'm like crunching my neck, thinking that I have to somehow accommodate this microphone that should just be on me without me needing to You'll get used to it. To it. <laughs> it's yeah, a new it. thing. It's a new thing on your body and you're not used to it. And you're used to like talking into your computer and you'll adjust. God, I feel like that's such a, um, metaphor for so many things, including our higher selves. Like you'll get used to it. You'll adjust. Just listen. But um, how beautiful it is that here I was being super specific about the services that I offer and kind of sort of getting feedback that, yes, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, but then not really. Whereas anytime I am doing 
yeah, like just these collective readings, there's a big response to that. So my energy is being asked to uh, create content. My my guides, my my future self, who I'm very much connected with, like 36-year-old Melissa, I'm 32 right now, she's telling me very clearly, you guys, this is so interesting, uh, very clearly that what I do is I help connect to my future self so that I can teach other people, or excuse me, I connect to my future self who guides me in the now so that I can align with my highest timeline and then I take that information and I teach that to other people. So I essentially do collective channelings and downloads to teach individuals how to anchor in their highest timeline. But I don't do that one-on-one -on -one necessarily because the information I'm delivering is channeled information. And these beings, they'll just go to someone else. Like if I'm not delivering this information, this is what I'm finding. If I'm not delivering it to in the scope that they would like to have it delivered, which is a public platform, they just move on to someone else. So if they see me doing individual readings, that energy is not necessarily going to come through. Whereas Megan, this is why it's cool. You, on the other hand, are being guided to work individually one-on-one -on -one with people in the way that I have been. You know what I mean? But then you weren't because you were doing you were opening yourself up to everything and just being available for whatever. Whereas it's almost like our energies are kind of switched. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I absolutely know what you mean. And I think for your collective thing, you haven't been receiving the financial support that you need because you weren't opening yourself up to the collective the way that you needed to be opening yourself up to. And I, we were talking about this before about how, when it clicked for us, I, I mean, we had like a two hour conversation before this podcast. I wish you guys were there for it, but, <laughs> um, but basically um, by creating this content and putting what I would call like your wallet, like just put your wallet out there, having those avenues for people to like, like for the universe to provide what you need out there. I, th I really think that just like with your timeline video or, timeline like your time travel videos on tiktok those always like immediately get traction and i think it's because the universe is like yes 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 and i think that's, that's going to be true from your new like more specific targeted like intentional creation of this content and here's where the exciting part comes in because this is where we get to share with you guys because we don't know we don't know what the hell's gonna happen we don't fucking know what we do know is that we're getting clear guidance on how to course correct because we're asking the universe, Megan, I would love it. If, if you're open to it, I would love it if um, in a second you share what your guidance was from your guides, because I've never heard that before. And I think that that was just the most incredible boundary setting, like magic ever. But um, what's happening. So like, here I am, I have an open, remember when we, we had a past podcast where we talked about avenues of abundance being like hoses. Um, and if yeah. you're sitting in a circle, yeah, and they're all coming to you. So for me, here I am thinking I can cut off one hose of abundance, that is my nine to five, and open up this channel of abundance for individual readings. But that's not in alignment with what the universe wants and how my energy works. So then I go and I, uh, for anyone that's not on TikTok, I am on TikTok as all things woo. And um, somehow I have, a, I, I don't, it like literally overnight, all of a sudden I have a following on there. But um, what I've noticed is that when I talk about time travel, it's not literally time travel, you guys. I don't know a different word for it. But I'm now learning that we are able to tap into future and past versions of ourselves, offer ourselves guidance, and ask for guidance. And it's all literally us 
outside of space-time coexisting in this here and now moment. And the guidance that comes through, like you can ask, there are different future versions of you connected to different future timelines. So you can intentionally pick a timeline that is your highest timeline. Oh, I feel so many of you getting this. This is what I mean. This is like what I'm supposed to be talking about because I'm getting, it feels right now like I'm getting a wave of energy, like just coming into my heart space, almost like a, like a, like a pulse. And, um, and it's because this is what I'm supposed to be teaching. So you can pick your future and I'll just do like a little snippet right now. This is what my content will be ultimately on my website. Like if you pick the future version of you that you would like to see, you can tap into the energy of that version of you and receive guidance from that version of you on how to access that point in time. And when you're at an apex of your life, I encourage you to think about past times when you wanted to get where you were and to offer that past self guidance about how to get where you are because time's not linear. And um, my point with all of that is anytime I post a video on TikTok about these concepts, it thousands of views, thousands of views within hours. And all of my other content is just sort of meh, whatever. But that's direct feedback from the universe that this is what my energy is abundant in. So here, I, this is such a long explanation, but it's important. Here I was opening up an avenue of abundance for one-on-one -on -one readings. And the universe is like, that's really not where you operate at your prime. You really need to be having something more like your own Patreon or your own YouTube, where you share content, where you can teach about these experiences. And then people uh, do like trades or provide you on a subscription basis or have that stream of abundance open and then have these 30, 60, 90 minute bookings that are literally what Megan was saying, whatever you want to do, you know, have that be what I'm calling the cherry on top because it's not going to be the bulk of my services, but we're course correcting. And that's the important thing, because if you're finding yourself in your business, in your dream, and something's not working, it doesn't mean you're not supposed to be doing what you're doing. It means there's some sort of block or some sort of programming that you're currently facing that is directly in your face as to why it's not working. And this is us recognizing what those are, making those changes, and then you guys get to actually see uh, is, is anything going to change for us? We don't know. We don't know. We're just being open, honest, and transparent and we'll, we'll fucking see. Yeah. Well, I mean, we have no idea what is going to happen or how it's going to work out. And I think the reason that we're called so strongly to be transparent about when we stumble or whenever we're considering trying something new and, and what we're doing and the intention behind it is because I feel like a lot of you guys are in the same boat where you're starting from scratch, you're wanting to do something new and you're called to do something new, but you don't know how to do it. And then you get pretty far into the process and realize, well, nope, that's not it. And then you feel defeated and alone and you're not, we're all doing it. And I think that it's really important to have that transparency because, um, you know, we, we can learn from our, wins and our failures and you can maybe see how it felt energetically for us and maybe you can observe changes in us that we can't even observe in ourselves um and I want to talk about Lissa's branding for a second because I she went on a trip and while she was on her trip the intention was for me to do her branding and her website channeled for her 
and I had complete control over it. And I sat down and did a few different meditations and then sketched some stuff and then finally sat down and made the brand. And as soon as I finished it, I was like, yes, this is it. And then I heard "Mm, it was it that you captured like a portrait of her energy as it just was not what it is. She's changing. And I had to stop and like, I was frustrated honestly for a minute because I was like, well, but this is, this is it. Like, this is the thing that you guys told me to make for her. And they said, no, she's changing. Her path is changing. And I I mean, as you can see, we can figure out why it's changing. So she's moving from working with, I was tapping into creating basically what would be a sigil for her attracting these one-on-one clients when really she's tapping into a more collective energy. And that's why I was told to like hold and wait because we're always growing and evolving. Well, when I'm just hearing strongly, I just want to add this. I'm here when you said collective energy, I just heard strongly the that this you guys, what Megan Megan does intuitive design, it's really freaking beautiful. Like she was able to create all this branding for me intuitively that was right on point, literally. But when you said just there, collective energy and sigil, am I saying that right? And uh and how like it's a beacon. It's a it's a beacon. Our branding, um, for woo as fuck for, um, Lissa Rose counseling. That's the current name of it, but it will be changing. It will be all things woo is what I'm going to be changing my name to. Cause it's, um, all things woo on all of other platforms. So I want to keep it consistent, but that's a beacon. It's like literally a calling beacon. So think of how cool that is. Like, do you see the, do you guys see the world we're living in? I have a podcast partner and a friend who's also a business partner. Who's able to create channeled branded or excuse me, channeled like uh, branding for me and uh, and create a, like a logo or whatever that's going to call people in. And she was able to recognize that the people I was calling in was a match to old energy that was working with individual clients and that now my energy is changing. And it really did change on this trip, you guys. Um, I do have, uh, oh, by the way, on our Patreon, there is a surprise that I'm not going to announce on uh, this podcast that uh, is detailed in Patreon that is personal and only relates to my life and really doesn't change anything for anyone other than me. But hey, that video is posted there if you want to see it. <laughs> and um, and what's my point? Collective energy. Oh, that she is able to look at that and go, nope, that's not a match anymore. That's going to that is going to attract clients that are a match to her old energy, not her new energy. And then she can create something else that's going to be in alignment with what my future self is looking for. Um, that's incredible. And I think what it was really important for me to have that experience with it, because as I'm like building out what intuitive branding is and intuitive design and everything, because it's, it's not a thing that really exists and I'm making it from scratch. But this was an experience that led me to the realization that I'm not tapping into your current energy. What I need to be doing is tapping into your future self and the timeline where whatever your project is, whatever your intentions are, were a success and you were in that life that you had envisioned for yourself and contact your higher self and then help anchor in the timeline and use that energy to create whatever it is that I'm making for you, whether it's branding or social media stuff or a course or a website or whatever 
the thing is I need to be infusing the intention that the success and the things that you're intending to like put into the world and the people you're attracting or the collective that you're attracting, the energy that you're attracting um, is infused into that from your higher self because they're providing guidance on how to get there. Which is so freaking beautiful. And I love that you keep saying future self because that's something that came through strongly on this trip. So I was um, recently in uh, up the California, Oregon and Washington coast. And I was able to be in the woods, like by a waterfall, just in quiet and solitude for over a week and just be deep and still with myself and with my partner and really reevaluate. And what kept coming through, I'm not even kidding you. And this is woo as fuck podcast. So I'm just going to speak it like it is. We, there are future versions of us that exist across so many timelines that we can communicate with that exist as our guides. And I am getting taught very specifically. Hey, you like, uh, you cut off for a, a few minutes or not like 30 seconds or something. Am I, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Um, you were talking about how you were on vacation on the coast and there were two versions of, of yourself and then your audio cut out. That's so interesting because I guess I wasn't supposed to say whatever I said then. <laughs> yeah, and then you came back and I heard intuitive design. <laughs> okay. Well, how cool it is that um, – wait, really? So it didn't catch any <gasps> – yeah. holy shit. Okay, that's actually really important because I was talking about the service I'm going to be offering and how incredible it was to experience it. And then, and then I went, and you literally went offline through the whole and thing. Everything's working on my end. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I'm currently developing something that, you know, you will all get to experience. But how cool it is that what I'm developing doesn't exist yet. And what Megan is developing doesn't exist yet. And what I'm developing, and like, I, that's for me, feedback from the universe that not only is what I'm developing real, but that uh, it is of significance if I'm not even supposed to be talking about it publicly right now at that level, because I just got very specific with it. So what's um, interesting is I was originally going to like, as, as soon as it happened, I was like, editor Megan was like, okay, I need to guide Lisa to start the sentence over again. So I can just like seamlessly merge them together. And then it ended up being like a learning experience. So we're going to keep it all in. I love it. I love that. Yeah. And it was a learning experience for me too, because I was saying very definitively what it is. And uh, the fact that it did cut out and nobody heard it tells me it's not done yet, that it's still being created, that it's yeah. not meant to be spoken of definitively in that way yet. And that there's a lot I don't know. And I might be a little, um, what's the word, arrogant right now in terms of uh, this being thing. confident. Because that you're What's like that? in the right, being confident that you're in the right direction? No, like arrogant, because I think that I know everything about this thing that I don't. And I think that was just uh, a humbling moment where they, they, they muted me. I hope you guys understand there's no issues over here with my, like everything's fine. Nothing's shut down. <laughs> my <laughs> mic is fine. But, um, but uh, to me, it means uh, no, no, we're just gonna, we're gonna give you the benefit of the doubt and have that all muted because you don't know what you're talking about yet. And we're still teaching you is sort of how I took that. Are you there? I am here. I'm sorry. I was in processing mode. Oh, got it. What did you hear? 
Um, just it was like your guides were reaching out and like reassuring me that like you were not doing anything wrong. For some reason, they wanted me to like reassure you that you did you weren't doing anything wrong. You're not like on the wrong path. This isn't like a sign to like stop doing what you're doing. They just need you to be more like rooted in your direction. And because you like just like sprouted new roots is what I'm being told. And that they need to like get further into the soil. Got it. That makes so much sense. Yeah. I mean, this was like a week ago that I was gone. So I think that talking about anything definitively future-based is not where my head needs to be at. And instead I'm just going to be focusing on the podcast, creating content and yeah, absolutely creating, uh, or Megan will be creating this webpage for me as we talked about, you know, that's all going to be her design work. So please keep that in mind when you're looking at it. That's all literally going to be intuitive design. She has free reign and I'm not going to be editing anything that she does. So usually when she's working with a client, she would be like, you know, uh, going back and forth and seeing what works and what doesn't. And with us, it's just, she's going to be doing it. And, um, and I have complete trust and faith in her process, but, uh, What's interesting with all of the intuitive design stuff is that it has almost all everyone that I've worked with so far, not that there's been a ton for that specific like style of service, but everyone so far has just said, I don't know, just do it. And then no revisions. (laughs) That's incredible. Well, that's because they, I feel like people, people who are being called to work with you are really tapped into the knowledge that you can really anchor in higher timelines for the thing that they want to manifest. And there's a trust in that because it's like, you see people, you see people at their core and you're able to reflect that in the art that you do. Oh, and by the way, you guys, Megan's an artist. I don't know if you knew that, but I just want to make it very clear. (laughs) Oh man. I'm feeling like I'm like blushing. Why does that feel like the, like the biggest compliment that anyone can give you is calling you an artist? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I don't know. It's I'm sure some sort of like programming with me that you have to like earn. Like you have to hit like a certain level to be called an artist. I don't know. It's silly. Well, I mean, we can go with that. You've hit that level. Congratulations. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. You're an incredible artist. Uh, Personally too. uh, Speaking of TikTok, I posted a video of a soul portrait that Megan did for me. And in that video, there's two, the first soul portrait was like a moment in time. That's one picture. And then the second is the whole process of her drawing. And it's the actual story of my soul, which is really interesting because I was able to sit with that in meditation for quite a bit and see so much about myself through her art that I didn't even know existed. And with the the portrait of your soul. I wish I had known because that was the first time I ever did a time lapse of anything um, art related because they told me to. I realized at the end why. Um, I had a totally different uh, vision for it and I sat with like a different direction and they said, no, you're making this totally this thing you've never done before. It's not in any style of anything I've ever done before. Um, this is what you're doing and you need to like make sure that the whole process is like captured. And then at the end, it was clear to me that it was like literally like the journey of your soul, like the story from beginning to where it currently is. And you can see in like the, the progress of it, it's like, Ooh, new big strokes. And then all of a sudden it's like bright and colorful. And then it's like tiny little intricate dark strokes that really like felt like it was like recognizing like this programming that you like, 
had integrated into your soul um, that was like weeding its way through and then vibrant and light and bright and then dark again. And it was like, you could see the process of it happening. And that was, that was for me, the biggest learning lesson is that there are these deep, dark aspects of myself that, um, that are deep, that are like ingrained in the, in the story of my soul. And it's really important to recognize, like, this is what Megan really helped me figure out was these dark, like, you know, the, the panic attacks and the, the trauma and the negative life experiences that I've had in this lifetime are all just a reflection of these bigger experiences that I've had in past lifetimes that are a means of building contrast. Like the dark, as you see in the picture, this is the way Megan explained it. The dark layers. Well, what, why don't you explain it? You're the artist. Um, I don't remember what past Megan said, but what I remember of the experience was that the dark layers were providing definition for those lighter um, moments and layers, those bigger, more broad strokes. And the dark ones were providing like these foundational items that really provided structure um, to what would elsewise be like fluid and loosey goosey and like wonderful and happy, but also without any sort of like structure or defined um, like ridges, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That it, yeah. The way that you were talking about it is like literally what you just said, but that the color like purple on top of white is purple on top of white, purple on top of black is a pop. And that, um, I could see an actual significant, well, you probably can all see it. I'll put it on our Patreon too, but it's also on like anyone can see it on TikTok. but if you don't want to like scroll through and for people that are already on there, just know that I'll have it there. Cause I think it's important. Wait, it's also on the AOD. Where did I put it somewhere else too? I'm not um, sure. But uh, I'll make it easy to find. Um, but what the heck was I saying? Oh, that these negative, th- there was a, at one point in time, you can see in the drawing, there was some sort of huge event that happened that just created this gigantic foundation of darkness, 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 darkness. But then it created dimension and depth for the color that came on top of it. So it, for me, it's just this recognition that my life was never meant to be all airy fairy and happy, that there's always going to be these, these dark con like contrasting undertones, but that's who I am as a soul being. That's like part of how, part of how I build life experience is through like way overshooting it and then course correcting. That's just part of how I work. And there's nothing wrong with that, but that means that I go through a lot of difficult times and in quote unquote negative experience um, as a means of soul growth. And I think that's something that we've talked about before, but what's really important is as you're learning and expanding and growing, you have to start seeing your patterns and your like, not patterns as in like something you were like, um, your like your true your true self your true nature and when you see like I react to things in a certain way or this is like just my process um I have a really big idea I get really excited about it and I'll like go through all of the motions for making this happen and then I like correct I scale back and then that's just like your pattern and then you can plan for and know if I have something that I'm really excited about I need to sit with it before I make it like an official big thing. And then whenever I go through the scale back and like refining process, then I know that 
this is something that like I'm steady and strong and stable. Okay, wait. You know both I mean. those, yeah, were both those examples about me, or was the first one me and the second one you? I just was making examples that felt right. Okay, because what's really interesting is as you were talking about that, all I heard was how my audio cut out when I was <laughs> overshooting. Oh, really? I just, <laughs> I just like whenever I give these examples, I usually just go with what the first thing that pops in my brain is because I assume that's what needs to be heard the most. Yeah, but do you guys hear that? So like, thank you, universe, for course correcting for me, because that was literally me doing that exact thing. But then I wasn't able to do it because the sound didn't go through. But that was the example as me being like, gung ho, this is the thing I do now. Woo, woo, woo. But, you know, that changes so fast. Everybody saw how I'm like, okay, I'm doing readings now and book readings with me. And now I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm reevaluating that. So, um, yeah, figuring out, I think we're all learning right now what it what it means to be an energetic being. And just like we all have different personalities, we all know what our personalities are, but we're figuring out what our energetic being is. Yes. And then how to work with it and work not against it. Don't try to correct it, but work with it. So you learn like the flow of your own river and you don't want to fight the current. You want to figure out like, Ooh, if I want to go around this specific corner faster, I need to move slightly to the left. That feels so good to think about in that way. I love that. We haven't actually talked about what season two is. That's so funny. You're a mind reader. I literally have my book here. I'm like, oh, okay, we're, we're, we're getting to that point. Yeah. So let's talk about, um, we'll all list what changes are happening because I have the list here. And then how about you talk about what that actually means? Do you okay. want to do it that way? Yeah. Okay. So season two, well, Here's I got a huge download that um, I would just like Megan was uh, realizing that her being afraid of being perceived um, was preventing her from getting readings booked. I recognized that part of us not having more listeners, which honestly, we don't really care how many people listen to the podcast. It's just about um, do, 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 do wanting messages. Yeah, go for it. I feel like the messages are so big and important. Like there, there are pieces of like information that even me as a, like I'm editing it and I'm the listener and experiencing it that way. I'm like, damn, that was really smart. Everyone needs to hear that. And so it feels like some of these messages are so impactful that I want more people to experience them. Like it's, I don't feel like it's meant for like the 40 people or the 40 listens or whatever that we're averaging per episode. I think it's intended for, oh, I hate to say that number, but like thousands or hundreds of thousands of people to be hearing. Well, it is because it's not coming from us. Like, and we know that we're fully aware you guys that, do you remember two episodes ago I did a, with the, the kind of heavy, what was the name of that one? The heavy hitting one where the energy was kind the of one different. right before your trip, which, by the way, we lost like 10 subscribers after that episode. But then we got them back. <laughs> really? Yes. Remember? Remember how we kept feeling like somebody was anti-spirit or whatever? Not anti-spirit, yeah. but like the wording. Yeah. I think we triggered quite a few people in that episode, but we could feel it as we were talking. Mm -hmm. Um I did not remember what we talked about. I listened to that uh, with uh, my partner Jensen on our on our trip because I was like, I know this is important. I know I need to listen to it, and I don't I don't fucking remember a thing that we talked about because it was such a hard open channel, and I was just so tapped in, tuned in. Um, and that's what I mean. Like these messages, 
me, Lissa, I do not take uh, responsibility for the information that's coming through. I take full responsibility for when it's my input or my information and for the fact that I am the channel delivering it. But the informa- a lot of the information that we're delivering is like, it's not about me and it's not about Megan and it's not about woo as fuck. It's just, there is a push to, and it's not about evangelizing anything either because we don't want to convince anybody of anything. We literally no. just have information we want to share. And I, I feel like the message that I get the most that I want to put out there is that we're all struggling and it's going to be okay. Like it's like a feeling of wanting to reassure people that their unique differences and their oddities and their struggles, they're not alone in them. And like mama bear security and comfort, like the feeling that I just want to like, here's why you're doing it. Here's a little bit of support and love and you're not alone. And I don't care if you believe the same thing as me or you use the same terminology or have the same practice. Like I would actually prefer people not all have the same practice because it's important that it's individual to you. Or maybe you have no practice at all and you just really like our voice. I don't know. But I, for me, it's a message of like, here are these like keys to your own, like the maze in your house. And you've got like a labyrinth of different doors and some of them feel locked and some of them are broken and some of them are dirty and some of them are bright and shiny. And like, here are some keys to help you navigate a little bit easier. Hugely. And that, that uh, complements so well with, with my delivery, which is who are you? Who are you really? Like what is unique to you? And how can you learn to love that thing? Because that is the unique expression of your soul. So we basically have my channel, which is how can we help you figure out the thing that is uniquely you? And how can we help you love that thing about you? And then you, Megan, are like, how can you know that everything's okay all of the time and that you are loved, supported, and held by the universe no matter what? And like, those are such beautiful complimentary messages. And we totally have not talked about what season two means. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we still have it. So season two, uh, you've got a list. You can, you can do the list and then I can kind of provide a little more on it. Right. So so for me, the reason we got off on the side tangent was I was told that it needs to be more clear and concise across all platforms, who we are and what we do and what we're available for so that we can reach more people as people are called to listen to us. Because we're only wanting to reach people who are in alignment with this material since all realities are real. Um, And that means that we will now be having an active YouTube. We will have, uh, we currently have an Instagram and a TikTok, and we're going to be publishing content on all those platforms. And then we're also going to be doing new stuff with the podcast as well, which Megan can talk about. And everything, wait, let's see. Our Instagram is woo as fuck, right? Isn't that the name of it? I'm pretty sure you made it. I'm pretty sure it's woo as fuck. Okay, well, we're going to tag everything in the show notes um, and uh, just for right now, so everybody knows, the Instagram is woo as fuck. The TikTok is woo AF girls, so woo as fuck girls, but as fuck is AF. And then our YouTube is woo as fuck. So we're on all those platforms. Yes, and then the new things that we're adding in is um, with the next season – part of being perceived more is we're going to start doing video podcasts. So you can listen to us the same way you always have. Or if you want to, we're going to be have like, we're going to have video 
where you can watch us have these interactions and um, maybe we'll have some visual elements and we'll make sure even if you're continuing to listen in the way that you're currently listening, that you aren't left out of anything. I know that there might be a few episodes in the beginning where we're learning to remember to say, oh, look at this pretty rock. The rock is this type of stone (laughs) or something. And we'll try not to rely on visual cues, but I think it's really important because you can really pick up on our energy a little bit better visually. And there's there's a new audience on YouTube that, it terrifies me a little bit to like be on YouTube because I've wanted to make a YouTube for most of my adult life and I've never wanted to put my face there. And all of a sudden, Lissa said, Hey, I think we need to be on YouTube. And I was like, yeah, that feels completely in alignment with what we need to be doing. So we're going to be doing videos, video podcasts on YouTube. And then we're thinking about adding in an after show onto our Patreon because we're already going to be on video where we can kind of decompress and talk about a little bit about the episode and how we're feeling and the energy. You'll probably get a lot of like, Ooh, that was channeled. I don't remember what I said. (laughs) Um, And then because we have that video content, we'll have that on Instagram and TikTok as well. Cause right now for the episodes, we have um, an audio wave template that I created that like that'll move with the speech but we can have clips that are actually us saying it or us you can see the excitement or the look in our eyes or the glossed over look when we're channeling i'm not looking forward to watching what i look like when i channel <laughs> i think it's going to be a lot of me just staring at a wall that's what i do too yeah we're yeah, yeah just glazed over staring but um but there is a totally different yeah, totally different uh, group of people accessible on YouTube that we're totally not tapped into. Same with Instagram, same with TikTok. It's just really about a season two for us is we're recognizing now who we are and what messages um, we are being called to share. And so we're getting more refined with that. And we're going to really be using our skills in the ways that we know how and in the ways that we're being called to. Megan with her design, everything that you see that uh, has any kind of graphic design on it, whether it be, you know, YouTube, Instagram, or um, Patreon, TikTok, whatever, Megan's doing all of that design work. So she'll really get to showcase that. And then also us just operating within our gifts. So Megan doing more personal readings, me doing more collective stuff, you guys being able to see our faces across these different platforms and people able to find us through different means, because right now it is very limited and that we're mainly just a podcast and we're not, um, we're not a body of information that's just being streamed from the ethers across different platforms. And now we will be. Yeah. And I think that we, I went to say something and then I got sidelined. Um, okay, that, that's gone. Oh, anyway, so we're going to... Nope, the words are gone. Sorry, guys. Wasn't meant to be. <laughs> well, okay, well, sort of... I mean, I guess that's... Maybe it's, maybe it's because we're done. I think that that's pretty complete, yeah? Yeah, I think so. Um, so next week we're going to have, or the episode after this, so it will be next week for you. It's not next week for me. Um, the episode after this episode will be something from one of the first episodes we recorded. I encourage you to look at the 
contrast so you can see how much we've grown and evolved since then. So we can get all of the content from season one out into the world, out into the ether. For the record, we don't know what that podcast is. I have no idea what it is. We can't remember. (laughs) It was one of the first couple weeks that we were recording, which was at this point over two months ago. So um, I think that's going to be really fun to have out in the meantime. And then, yeah, guys, we're going to be coming back with season motherfucking two. And we're going to be having, yeah, find us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and, um, and you're going to get to see our faces on YouTube. Our Patreon's going to be off the hook because we're going to have way more stuff over there. I'm going to have a, um, I'm going to have my new website up and running. And then Megan will also be booking more personal readings. So we'll be talking about that. And, uh, it's just going to be a really interesting, fun ride to see how this transition happens. And for you guys to get to experience it side by side with us, I think is really freaking cool. Yes. And if at any point you have ever felt called to have a reading or do any energy work with me, please book a session. I would like to do five to 10 per week. And I'm very excited to work with you. I'm trying to be more clear. I love that. I love that. And, uh, and I was going to ask you a question, but you were just as clear as you possibly could be. So there's no need. Um, if you want to book a session with me, I am still doing individual readings. Um, I'm really good in times of transition and change, but I'm also going to start creating more content and that's really going to be the bulk of what I do. So at this point, I would say, you know, if you want to get a taste for what I have to offer, find me on TikTok, all things woo, that's all underscore things underscore woo. And then um, uh, my website will be, is it all things woo.space, Megan? Is that what we decided? Yes, that will be all things space. We need to get that domain on the lockdown. Do you think that that will be up by this episode or no? Because there's no hurry on that. Um, this episode. Let's just, let's just assume it's not going to be, be there yet. It'll be out by season two. Like it will be ready by season two. Okay, so. cool. So then you can find me on my website and I will have, uh, uh, yeah, time slots available where you can work with me and then that will be open-ended and I will mostly be working on publishing content since that's what the universe wants me to do right now. And I hope that you all listen to yourself and, you know, really follow what you feel called to do as well. (laughs) Sorry. Hey, you you said what you're called to do and then you got called. Oh, that's actually kind of cool. Yeah. But thank you guys very much for coming along with us. This is actually our 10th episode that we've recorded, um, which is really fun. And I'm so glad that you're all here. And I look forward to you guys literally seeing us for the next season. And I hope next week's episode is good. Again, we don't know what it is. Yeah, it could be absolute crap, but whatever, you know, just uh, appreciate the contrast. And thanks so much for listening. And we love you guys so much. Thank you so much. We can feel your energy when you listen to us. We know that you're with us. And um, th- I'm the fact that there are going to be individuals who have been following us since season one is really freaking cool to me too, because you're all going to yeah. get to see how, how different we are. Like we're different people and we'll be different people next season too, you know? Yeah, we'll be different for season three and season four and season 20 and season 42. I think season 42 is going to be a special one. Oh, <laughs> I look forward to that season. <laughs> Oh, maybe we'll have holograms then. Oh, gosh. 
All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. We love you and we're so excited. And um, yeah, we'll see you in a couple weeks. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.